Welcome to the Disco Yeti podcast where I discuss all things Disney. Just as a quick explanation, this podcast is really designed to be brief, easily absorbed, easily digested episodes to tell you all you need to know about different aspects of different Disney experiences. And it's something to listen to whether you just want to live vicariously or you're planning your next trip. As someone who doesn't live in Orlando, I was incredibly lucky to go to Disney earlier this fall for my birthday, yay! Seriously, nothing like a weekend trip from Boston to Orlando will make you extremely exhausted and will empty your wallet completely. Not to be too negative, because it was incredibly worth it, and I'll discuss the trip further on future podcasts, and I think I'll do an upcoming podcast on what it's like to spend your birthday at Disney World, but... Today I wanted to focus on the not-so-scary Halloween party, which we decided to go to on my birthday trip, and feels pretty relevant because today is Halloween. As you may have seen on Instagram, me and two of my friends went and dressed up as the aliens from Toy Story, which was a very simple costume, but was really effective and comfortable for walking around the park in 90-degree September weather. It was also a popular costume choice, as we saw many other aliens which we waved to and interacted with, which was really fun. So, in case you're not familiar, the Halloween party is a nighttime event, technically starting at 7 and ending at midnight on certain nights throughout the fall at Magic Kingdom. Though the event starts at 7, your ticket actually gets you into the park around 4, so it's kind of a handy way to get a discounted half-ish day in the park, with the tickets costing about $80 and up as you get closer to Halloween. Obviously, with Halloween being today, the Halloween party is sold out as this is the most popular one, but hopefully this podcast can serve as a helpful guide for planning for those of us who are always looking to plan our next Disney trip and who always love a little bit of Halloween. So what makes this event special? Well, there is an iconic Boo to You parade, which runs twice throughout the evening, and let me tell you that song will be stuck in your head maybe forever. There's also a new Halloween fireworks show, and in my opinion, I'm going to say good riddance to Hallowishes, but that's just my opinion. There's trick-or-treating throughout the park, special ride overlays, specialty character meet and greets, and even more. Personally, we began our Halloween party by riding the Seven Dwarves Mine Train, because while everyone else was filtering out of the park, the line was uncharacteristically short. And the people who were with me had never been on the ride before, so we took advantage of the brief wait time. We then rode Space Ranger Spin to take some photos, since we were, of course, dressed as Toy Story aliens. Along the way, we would also kind of just pop in and trick-or-treat at different stops set up around the park, which are indicated by these really large signs, so you don't miss them. Some of the ones we stopped at included, you know, a stop through the Country Bear Jamboree, one down near Thunder Mountain, uh, as well as Mickey's PhilharMagic. One mistake that we did make was not eating before the park shifted into the Halloween party mode. So we did actually have to waste some of the party time to eat dinner. We just ran over to Pico's Bills and got nachos, obviously, because they're delicious. And we got the Hades nachos, which were basically just kind of like a buffalo chicken 
nacho and they were pretty good. We then headed over to the Pirates of the Caribbean ride to see the live pirate actors that they have on the ride for the Halloween party. That's right, Disney hires actors to stay in specific areas of the ride to add to the experience. And honestly, it was so worth it. I wish that they had that all the time. It makes the ride just so much more enjoyable and so much more fun. I really think that would add to the ride if they could just do it all year. Another ride with an additional spooky twist is, of course, the Haunted Mansion, but you don't really have to do much to it because the ride itself is spooky enough. But during the Halloween party, there are live ghosts, actors, and actresses outside of the ride interacting with the guests. At some point during the night as well, like I mentioned, the lines were so short for rides that we went over to Thunder Mountain and just rode that a few times as a walk-on because I think I've said this before, it is just so much better to ride Thunder Mountain at night. Again, while walking around, we also saw a few special character meet and greets, but the lines were just too long and we were not trying to waste any more of our party time on waiting in lines. My favorites that we did walk by, uh, we saw Tarzan, Jane, and Turk. We also saw Abu and Aladdin, Genie and Jasmine, and Jafar. For the Boo to You parade, we sat for the first showing of the parade, and we sat in Frontierland so that we could see the parade earlier, so that, you know, we didn't have to wait quite so long down on Main Street, let's say, for the parade to get to us. It was a really fun parade, and all of the characters looked great, um, and especially all of the villains that were part of the parade. I was especially impressed with the showing from the Haunted Mansion ghosts, especially the way that they had the spectral bride gliding down the road like she was actually floating. Now, I just called it the spectral bride, and I've seen other people calling it that, but I'm just assuming that that's Constance Hatchaway because she's iconic, so I'm just going to assume that that was her. After that, obviously, quick stop at the Tangled Bathrooms because why would you pee anywhere else in Disney? And we headed around to get some more candy for our trick-or-treating bags and then staked out a spot for the new not-so-spooky-spectacular fireworks show. It's a really adorably fun show with Mickey, Minnie, the gang, all aided by Jack Skellington and Zero. The display on the castle is really amazing, but what was great were the fireworks themselves. Disney sure knows their way around a fireworks show, I can tell you that much. We headed back to Tomorrowland, had a brief dance party with a small child, Sully, and Mike Wazowski, and then got on Space Mountain. Space Mountain is another ride that has an overlay for the Halloween party, and the overlay is kind of the opposite of an overlay because they just turn off all the lights. That's right, all of them completely pitch black darkness. Now, if you're skeptical like me, per usual, I was thinking, well, the ride's already pretty dark, so what's the difference? Well, it was really, really different. The launch part even was completely pitch black. No blue lights as you're starting off, no part where you can see the astronauts. It was completely dark. And also, having the little twinkly starlights not on during the actual coaster part of the ride made a big difference as well since you couldn't see the tracks at all when you can usually see them at least a tiny little bit. I will say it was really fun and it was really worth it, but my dream is still to actually see Space Mountain in the opposite way. I want to see it with the lights all completely on. I've obviously seen all the videos and the pictures um, that people post when it happens, but I want to experience the just really plain, boring roller coaster in a weird circular room. I just want to see it, and it's on my Disney bucket list. Anyways, after we rode the Tomorrowland Speedway for some reason, I don't really know why we decided to do that, but we did, we headed over to Main Street for some final shopping and picture taking. 
Then it was time for us to head home. The time flew by during the party, and while I feel we did and saw a lot, there was so much more we were unable to do. I have to say I recommend the party if you have the money and the time, especially since it does get you into the park at four. It's a nice way to spend a fall evening in the Magic Kingdom. And if you can manage celebrating Halloween in like mid, early September, I recommend it because the tickets are much cheaper and the parties are usually a lot less crowded. Did you go to Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween Party this year? Tell me what you thought. Let me know on Twitter and Instagram at DiscoYeti underscore pod or email me at DiscoYetiPodcast at gmail.com. Stay spooky, everybody. Thanks for listening, and I'll be talking to you again real soon.